AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. And I got my dog in here about time. What's up, Big James? Oh, ain't nothing much, man. Just ready to work. What's good? Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, man, well, we getting right into it, so... Me and, you have been, me and you have been talking, and um, you finally caught up with Snowfall. Yeah, I actually started off at the at, at episode 5, 8 to 10, and I was so intrigued with those three. Man, I I'm, I started all the way at the beginning, man. It's, it's a cold-ass, cold-ass play. How much does that mirror the actual time era out here in L.A.? Man, it's a lot of, a lot of shit in that movie, and, and it that series is is dead point dead on point man you know i'm watching and i'm like wow this shit really happens this is some real shit especially in compton this really happens in compton and i'm thinking who wrote this shit is this somebody that lived like that lived this lifestyle or what so but see that, that was john singleton rest in peace before you know before he died you know john singleton did boys in the hood and everything else is real authentic LA cat, you know? Right, right. Well, he had to have somebody to, to lace him with that. You know, I looked I looked at a lot of it, like the Franklin cat, 
you know, I'm I'm depicting everybody. I'm looking at everybody how they getting down. Uh, the uncle is a cold one, but Franklin, looking at looking at it from from episode one, he didn't know what he wanted to do. He didn't know if this lifestyle was good for him. After they took old boy out, that went in there the booty bandit. Yeah. And after they got rid of him off the freeway. He gave old boy the bag of money and, and told him he done, he out. So at the beginning of it, that wasn't for him. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mm -hmm. telling you earlier, it's a, it's a different. I always say gangster by nature, not by choice. You know, some cats mm -hmm. out here live that life, but, you know, they wasn't born and raised into it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, some niggas choose to live that life. Oh, this is what I want to do because they see the next cat, how he getting down. No, mm -hmm. the, the real cat's just like, this by nature. And he didn't grow into it like that. He just, man, that, but he became a beast. Now, let me ask you this, bro. You know, you saw him go from that progression of being a dude that didn't want no smoke with nobody, Harley, to being a stone cold killer, no hesitation. How often right. does that happen in the streets for real? Uh, man, that's pretty much every day, Norm. Somebody get turned out. Some cats become that way because they tired of getting picked on. Some cats become that way because they, the way they was brought up, you know, the father, they, they are father figure. Some of these cats just like that. Just period is, is in them. But every day, man, every day, you, you're going to have to pick and choose what you're going to do. Some cats don't pick up the gun. They they go the other way or they move out of state or something. But every day, somebody get turned out to their life. Every day. Yeah. Now, during that era, like during that era back then, what was the worst city? Because I know they in L.A. was Compton the most turned up city kind of back back during that time period? Well, when I was growing up, I wouldn't. I never paid attention to if L.A. was the worst. I know Watts always been somewhere you know the average nigga the regular nigga couldn't go to watch period you know what i'm saying it was no way through there um compton was rough you know growing up over there seeing shit you know people getting killed but i always focused on compton how you know the level we was on in compton not la or none of that but la is bigger than compton so you know it was off the hook yeah, I, I'm, I I can imagine because I didn't get I didn't touch down out here until 1988, so I was kind of coming in almost at the tail end of everything. Right, 88 is when I got out of prison, so it was still gun ho in 88. It was still cracking in 88. So, you know, oh, sure, it was definitely cracking. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking I, from what I hear from people, they say 86 and 85 was really, really cracking. Yeah, it was rough. No, 83. 80, 80, 83, you had to be who you was. It had to be in you to, to, to be a part of it. If it wasn't in you, you was getting your ass towed up and ripped apart. You know, if you wouldn't, if if you couldn't make it then, you wouldn't gonna make it at all. A lot of niggas got punked and a lot of niggas wouldn't come outside in 80. Mm -hmm. A lot of niggas wouldn't come outside in 83. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's when motherfuckers started getting shot. So when the pistol play came, 
A lot of them didn't want it. A lot of them couldn't do it. Just like this dude, Franklin, he never carried a pistol. His uncle was the dude. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? His uncle, his uncle is like my uncle, uh, Bolo. You know, foster my, my grandfather. Uh, he was the one that hung in the projects. The, he was a Slauson boy. Uh, mm -hmm. He was the one that was with the business. My oldest uncle, rest in peace. And, you know, Bolo was a motherfucker. He was a motherfucker. He was somebody, you know, he had a continental with the suicide doors. And in his glove compartment, that nigga had a, a, a Fofo and a mm -hmm. North 357 and a pair of handcuffs. And he was a monster. And I used wow. to be intrigued by that shit, dog. You know, damn, he rolling like that and woo woo. And it was some cold shit. I, everything I seen, every episode reminded me of something growing up and seeing it. I can honestly tell you that's some real shit they showing in there. Yeah, now let me ask you, James. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about the scene when Franklin and Leon went back over there to get the money. They, they took one of the big homies, I guess, from the hood to go retrieve the money from them guys. And he right. wound up snatching dude in the bedroom and taking his manhood from him. Was it really stuff going down like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Mind you, it, it, going, going to the county jail, and I know everybody that listened to this show can, can, test, can testify to this. You had guys getting raped in the county jail. You know what I'm saying? Coming in there being a blood, the whole module was bloods. And a guy coming in and repping somebody hood, didn't know who he was, and the G's the G homies didn't know him. Oh, you was finna get raped and get put in the fart sack. So yeah, that that man on the streets, that shit happens. Hold on, what is the fart sack, dog? They put you in a big ass, like a laundry bag, a big ass pillowcase, and they put you in that motherfucker and dare you to come out. Motherfuckers wouldn't come out that motherfucker. They put you in the first second, you get your ass whooped. Everybody in the cell beating your ass. But I mean, yeah, that shit happens. I'm telling you, when when he nutted up and he drugged that dude in the room, I was like, mm -hmm. oh shit. And then he told him, he ain't, he ain't killing him. He going up in him. <laughs> I yeah. was like, whoa, this is some real shit. I like that and he, shit. And he just walked out. And just looked at them niggas. They said, well, what? That's my money. He looked at them like, Psh. that's the bully in the hood. That's the that's the homie that know these niggas is bitches. That's the one that he just got up and said, let's roll. Now I'm going to punk you niggas because you niggas is bitches. And for real, for real, Franklin was a bitch at that time. Franklin walked, watched him walk out the door. The nigga done pushed Franklin, told him to shut the fuck up, nigga. You soft, everything. But at the end of the day, Franklin wound up being that motherfucking monster. Yeah, he did. You know, what do you think about the Leon character? That's my that's my favorite character on the show. No, Leon is a Leon. At first, he was kind of like a hot-headed dude, you know, little hood dude. He a smart little cat, educational-wise, and then he put two and two together quick. That that's a smart little cat, and he with the business. And you can tell he with it because nobody in the hood or in the projects would fuck with him. He was running his shit. So, yeah, he ran his show over there. Yeah, because he was going back and forth to jail, I, I think. 
and he ran across a, a few of his homeboys that he's seen, you know, going through jail. Mm -hmm. But but you know, going back to this stuff though, James, the thing I liked about Leon is I've actually known cats like that. They just um kind of saw the light and start walking a different path because they realized that the path was on was one of destruction. Right. So they kind of, you know, switched their life around as, you know, some of them dudes is pastors today. Some of them truck drivers, just different dudes that used to be really with the business. But watching Snowfall, man, it actually showed that all of those guys, especially when they got on that LSD shit or whatever that. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol the danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. 
You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. was at the wedding, all of them started seeing different shit. Mm-hmm. So all of those guys really tried or wanted to change their life. They tried to change. And that's what you see every day with everybody. Yourself, me, uh, eight, everybody. Everybody tried to change at some point. You got to, bro. You huh? got to, be, you got to because if we getting older, bro, and still doing the same stuff that we did when we were 16, 17, and 18, something's wrong. Well, self-destruction. I mean, you don't want nothing out of life if you keep thinking like that at 50, 57 years old. Man, I can't keep walking like that. You can't keep selling drugs uh, for 40 years and not get busted. You can't continue to shoot at people for a long period of time before your name come up in, in the system and they try to kill you themselves, the police. So, yeah, man, it is. A lot of those guys knew it was time to change their life. Like the uncle. Uncle mm-hmm. like, had a serious tantrum. He had a straight, uh, uh, his temper was a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he was quick to whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. You look at him and, and he feeling a certain kind of way. He just get mad. He just get mad. So, yeah, man, it, it, it shows how, how real motherfuckers be out there in the streets. That's what it damn sure did that. Yeah, now, you know, one, one of the things that I thought was real funny, though, you know it's Uncle Jerome, big Uncle Jerome, right? Yeah. Him and his wife. Did you see in the first episode when Franklin kind of, I think it was either the second episode, maybe, when, when Franklin first went and got the yay? Yeah. When he went up to the bay and got the yay and came back, and his uncle kind of told him, man, I don't want to mess with that cocaine. Everything his uncle told him was going to happen wound up happening. Right, because Uncle uncle been there. You see when it first started off, Uncle in the front yard, you know, pumping iron and shit. That's how niggas used to do it back in the days. But... Unk wasn't on that page right there. I think selling weed, pushing weed was his limit at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 
he was already set in his ways. Nephew and them just just elevated the situation for him. And it, and at the end of the day, he didn't have no choice but to jump in it because the money was for real. The money mm-hmm. was real. So it man, that's that's I gotta watch all of it. Yeah, because I'm he gonna, said, you know, if you notice when he told Louie his girl he wanted to marry her, right? Right. Before he told her that let's get married, he told her, I gotta start back doing me. I gotta get back to my shop. I gotta right. get back to doing legal stuff. You could tell he kind of wanna get out the game. Yeah, that's why I say all of them at one point wanted to. But see, Uncle was like, he knew because all his nephews was in the game. So mm-hmm. they fighting each other. So Uncle told her, like, I'm not going against my nephews, my family. You know what I'm saying? But she just brought mm-hmm. a different different aspect to it. You know, she put that that extra on on, on the bullshit. But yeah, he was he was he was for real. And you got a yeah. lot of them out there like that. And, and he reminds me, man, of them cats because we got so many brothers out here in L.A. that got roots in the South that, you know, either from Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, and they come out here usually when they five or six years old with their mama and daddy or their mama or something like that, you know, looking for a better way of life and really just walk, jump out the frying pan into the fire. Right. But And, and but what's the difference between a cat from California and a cat that moved from Atlanta and come down here and he game banging. At, at, it ain't no at difference. Years old. That makes him from the land. That makes him official. You, you, you know, yeah. niggas talk about and this one thing I can't stand. You can't talk about cats in, in back east, back south. Them cats are just as dangerous as L.A. nigga. Them cats in New York is dangerous, just like niggas in Compton. They just got a total different way of how they get down. They ain't banging the red and blue thing like that. They well, they wasn't. Most cities wasn't banging that. They was just they just had clicks, but they was mm-hmm. with the business, and they didn't have a problem killing a motherfucker or killing the LA nigga. Niggas keeping one hundred. Back in the days when niggas started going out of town doing yay. Them niggas wouldn't have an LA niggas in their city. They was te- they was attacking that ass. You know what I try to tell Glass is that, and Glass is just refused to believe it. Like he just think I said, dog, it wasn't no hostile takeover stuff going on. Cats came up there and just had good prices. Man, if niggas keep it one hundred, dog, when a motherfucker went out of town, like we went to Denver, motherfuckers was making official and 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 making it where. Just say looking out for the motherfuckers in the city in the hood to do what they was doing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it no other way. You was gonna have problems. Yeah, for real. And anytime you step in somebody else's city, it's kind of dangerous. Now, this is what I would want to ask you, right? Because I asked Glasses the same question, right? And he kind of agreed with me. Next season is the last season of snowfall, right? Yeah. It's going to have to be some stuff happening. Ain't nobody just getting off from doing all that shit that they've been doing to just get off scot-free. I think Franklin will probably go do forever in jail. I think he go get caught. Now, I'm going to tell you, the scariest motherfucker in the show is Teddy, the, the dude that's the um, CIA guy. The well, he's going to get killed. Who you think going to do him in? He's going to get killed, dog. The CIA guy, he's going to get killed. The one that got the $73 million. He gonna, that's the one you're talking about? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's going to get killed. Franklin going to kill him. After Franklin do what he do and get his money back, Franklin going to kill that dude. You think Franklin going to jail? Yeah, he going to kill him. Yeah, somebody, it ain't official if don't nobody go to jail or one of them out of that crew get killed. Because what's his name laying up in the uh, in the hospital bed? Now, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to choose between his wife and his family because dude coming at her for setting that hit up. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can read the book already. You already know what's going to happen. Oh, that's what I said. If everybody walk away, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Everybody can't walk away scot-free and just take their money and go on and live a happy life. A lot of cats in Compton that made it and made money, they did. They got a business and moved on moved out the hood and probably still living off their money today they made so much you know what i'm saying like like i mean a whole lot of those guys did it you know what i'm saying walked away but the way they living everybody ain't walking away dog they you know can't though they did too much i'm hoping leon get away i'm really hoping now, I'd be upset if I didn't see Leon next season, but I really hope they just let his character roll off in the sunset with his old lady and just be gone. Uh, no, they're not going to kill Leon off. You don't think so? No. No. He's going to get on. Yeah, because he's he done. On. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's crazy is he was the one that you thought would have been the wildest, but he don't want his like, man, he, he didn't want to do it no more. When he killed that, did you see when they killed old boy's um little girl, right? Yeah, no, I didn't see that part yet. Oh, let me stop talking about that then. But you're going to see a part on there. That's what's going to spark the change in him, right? But I'm going to tell you this, though. I think Jerome will wind up having to kill Louis because I don't think he's going to go against his family for her. No, he's going to kill He gonna kill his nephew for her. He loves her to death but because he's going to shoot her. And he, he loves her so motherfucking much. He, You could read it through the script. He keep telling her he loved her. I got your back, but I got to move on and do me. I got to do me, but I still got you. So that move she made when she shot uh the one that just got out of jail, I ain't good with the names on them. I'm hey, just I'm fresh on. The dude is in the hospital now. Yeah, when 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 Frederick went in there and told him who it was, you seen his facial expression, right? And you see his high blood pressure going up and off. He was he mad was as ready. hell. So he coming at him. And Unc is in the way of that. It ain't going to stop him. And Franklin, ain't, he ain't finna get in the middle of it because he know it was fucked up. And then she denied him. When she denied him and he pulled that pistol out and then that police cat, ex-cop came behind him, that's mm -hmm. the only thing that saved her life. He was going to kill her right then. Yeah, do you like? what do you think about that? Do you think he was in the right for pulling the pistol on her? In that game, hell yeah. Bitch, I brought you here. I, I I got you set up. I'm I'm family. I'm nephew. You're gonna tell me no? 73 million, and you're gonna tell me no because you fucking with him now? <laughs> she I called for that too. She told she told him, she said it's my time now. And AT T connects an ode to podcast. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol the danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent. 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And she, there's a lot of women, I'm going to keep it 100, there's a lot of women that made it in the dope game. There's a lot of women that made more money than the niggas. A lot of them made it, but when it came to that, like, really, like, get out, get out kind of shit, mm-hmm. some of them stood the test of time and some of them didn't. Some of them didn't. I don't think she going to make it. Who you think will kill her off? I told you, the one in the hospital, his people. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to get him. Or Unc might kill him so he can save nephew. Because I don't keep saying I ain't going against my family. Well, that's like you said earlier. I think he could wind up blasting Louis. I don't know. Oh, boy, he going to take a chunk out of something. Oh, yeah, he going to get something. But you know what, though? Leon had it right, though, man. But see, his brother fucked up. His brother fucked up. Because you remember when they was going to the park, they kept telling them dudes not to slang over in the Mexican hood. Remember they kept telling them that? yeah. They kept telling them. And he was mad because his nephews got done in. And that one brawl was so messy. that They hang around with the one Mexican cat also. That wanted the recipe. Yeah, she was just with it, though. She just grimy as the rest of the niggas. This is what I'm trying to tell you. These females is a part of the game. They they in the mix too. And some of them is just more scandalous than, than the next nigga. More ruthless than the next nigga, should I say. So, I mean, they all played that part. They all played their part. But they're killing the wrong ones, though. That's the only thing I'm, I'm tripping off of because the white boy that flipped out on the dope, he killed mm-hmm. the white boy sitting on the couch. He was bringing heat, so they had to kill him. Understand? But just because a motherfucker starts smoking the shit don't mean he going to be a problem. And yeah, that, I thought that was kind of rash. Now, you know, uh, see, I don't want to tell you too much because I know you ain't seen the whole thing yet, right. and I don't want to mess it up for you. But Franklin put a lot of stuff in motion when he killed that dude. I think that scared some other people. It scared a lot of people. Because even his uncle Jerome was like, you killed him? That's when he realized that he, he vicious now. That dude is vicious. Look at the beginning. He walked away and told old boy, I'm done. After he gave him that, that 25 bands, after they sold the, the, the uh, Cadillac and that mm-hmm. bike, he threw him the bag. He told him he's done. Because he was about to break him off some more birds. He's like, no, I'm good. Right then and there, he realized this shit ain't for me. Mm. But then I want to see how he come back in and then say, fuck it. Now they killing motherfuckers. Yeah, and he went over that. You know what I thought was crazy? How he went and robbed um, his auntie's and uncle's spots. He robbed their spots. He cleaned them out. How much money do you think he got off with? 
I don't know. He did, they never said he got off with a lot of money, but he only did that because everything that he worked for is about to be gone. So I'm desperate now, motherfucker. So when he killed them two motherfuckers and went in there and took all that money and shit, it was only right. It was only right. I got to get it. I can't lose everything I had. She went behind his back and went to the plug. Though I thought that was foul. Now his uncle shouldn't have rolled with that. I'd have well, told her you fucked that up. You were not doing no. it. When did he find out she did that? After the fact. After they got married. Okay, so it ain't got. It's too late now. He can't do nothing about it. He can't do shit about it. But roll with it. Yeah. Now you know. Rick is saying the snowfall was supposed to be about him. Do you think a lot of that is Rick in there? Well, I really can't say because all I know and my what my auntie tell me about him. So I can't say that that's him because there's more than one character in there that's ruthless. And fucking with those people like that, I can say, yeah, he fucked. He didn't come up off a, 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 another brother and was getting it from them. He was getting it from the Colombians, whoever the fuck he was getting it from. Mm -hmm. So in order for him to maintain in the city and do his thing and niggas wasn't running away and then bam, any motherfucker got, that got an empire, any motherfucker that's selling drugs and, and that that much drugs, yeah, you some motherfuckers got to go, some motherfuckers got to get it right. You ain't going to be no bitch nigga in a game like that and then survive it. Yeah, you know what I think though. I, I agree with you, James. I think it's more. I think it's a mixture of different people. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's a mixture of different people because I see a little bit of Harry Yo in there with the buying the buildings downtown and all that stuff, and you know, really running legit businesses. Right. I see a whole bunch because when people, I, I actually know a whole bunch of the Freeway Boys. Shout out to the homie Big Shitty and all them dudes. I know a bunch of cats that used to run with Rick. Right. Right. They used to really run with him. There was a part of that whole thing. And it wasn't just Rick. Like, I, like Rick get a lot of credit. You know, he deserves it. Rick was a balling-ass dude. But it was a whole bunch of cats out like that out here back then. Well, no, that's what, you, what, what people got to realize. It's not just one person, especially the big dudes. <clears throat> now, once you become the big dude, you ain't got to do the, 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 the grimy shit. You got people for it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do the grimy. All you got to do is sit back and count your money. You got people out there for it. This is Snowfall. And there's a lot of motherfuckers in Compton and L.A. that got rich. That got rich. I know there's a few of them because when we got a hold on to a lot of shit, we was giving away boulders for $75. Motherfuckers was making a killing. Was making a killing and, and came up off of the shit that we was giving. We was giving it away. We didn't have no clue. I can't lie. We should have been rich off that shit, but we didn't know. So so, so y'all was just getting the shit James Gavin motherfuckers. And man, just we was buying, we was getting shit and was happy that nigga was having five grand and take that five grand and buy a raggedy ass low rider and thought we was the shit in the hood. But the cats that was buying the shit from us, from us those dudes, when you start seeing them dressing with the silk shirts and and got their hair did and nice cars, 
they made it. They knew what to do with their money. Mm-hmm. And then niggas start taking their shit out of town. It wasn't good for the city. You know what I'm saying? You go out mm-hmm. of town, get all the bread you want, because it was it was cracking back then. It was in demand. So those dudes made a lot of money, but it wasn't just one motherfucker. That one motherfucker took five motherfuckers with him. If niggas mm-hmm. think they're going to come in here and get out and take something from me, they ran into resistance. They had some niggas that's with the business. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They did. So, yeah, so. Well, you know, from what I heard, now this is what I heard. And I heard it from a couple of different. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol the danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. 
No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. people i heard at one time though that the colombians was dealing straight with black people out here but then they start kind of using them when they was getting robbed and stuff they started going more to the mexican people and letting the mexican people deal with all american things all of the, all of these drug shows show you and they tell you the blacks got messy mm-hmm. the mexicans are they keep their shit secret they didn't fuck with everybody and everything. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. So the Colombians like this. Why fuck keep fucking with them and it's gonna bring bad business to us? So they ran from the bullshit and went and fucked with some something was more silver and 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 legit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas was out there doing each other to get that bag at the time because it was a lot of money and a lot of motherfuckers was getting turned on you know what i'm saying because they was making the mother the motherfucking money and they wasn't shining so niggas envy killed a lot a lot of motherfuckers that's crazy man you, you know what my whole thing is about that stuff james you were thinking logic some of them cats were stacking a million dollars a month a million dollars a week yeah you would think after a motherfucker maybe hit 10 million, they'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to dip out of here. I'm just going to raise up and go bounce. That ain't the mentality of a black man. Most motherfuckers did that. If he if he got 10 million, he went and got some businesses like the older cats did back in the days. That's when it was good for them. They did do something with their money. The generation after that, they made money and bought lowriders, jewelry, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to be seen. All the nigga essentials. When it first started, the ones that made money, they did good by their money. But everybody else that, that wanted to shine and wanted everybody to see that they had money, them, mm-hmm. the, them the knuckleheads that got in trouble, they got caught up, they got robbed, they got killed for the shit. You feel me? Because the next mm-hmm. nigga was starving and hungry and he had to get the motherfucking big shark. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how many, how many legit businesses you think in the hood right now that came from that whole dope era? Oh man, I can't even count. I can't even count. Uh, some businesses that's out there you don't even know. The brothers got, the homies got, or whatever. Everything niggas don't want you to know and didn't want you to know they business because back then niggas was getting flipped over for you know once they found out who you was mm -hmm. they was getting flipped niggas was going to prison you feel me mm -hmm. so a lot of shit that them cats was doing which was good is keeping the hood out of their shit just keeping just moving in silence when when a motherfucker came to kick it in the hood, he came and kicked it in the hood and bounced. I ain't gotta go around the corner and go to sleep. They left the motherfuckers in the hood, in the hood. Niggas wasn't taking niggas to their house. The ones that did, what happened? 30% of them motherfuckers, the, somebody close to them killed them for their bag, for their shit. And that's how the that's how the game was going for the longest. So Motherfuckers got smart and stopped telling up, telling their business, making their business hood business. So, you know, it, it it went on different kind of ways, man, and it it was crazy. And I get, I, I guarantee you, every guy that watched Snowfall is sitting there like this, like this shit is for motherfucking real. Yeah, wait like, till you I'm, get through it, James. Wait, wait till you get through it because you go see some shit. You gonna be like, damn. Hey, I seen it when at the wedding when everybody was fucked up and then Franklin went in the mansion, went in that building and he seen old boy killed. Mm -hmm. Man, this is the same story I told my fucking uh, psychiatrist, my psych. That when, when the first time you do somebody, the first time you felt like you kill somebody or hurt somebody real bad, the shit don't go away. You see it. You go to sleep, you dream it. And everybody in my motherfucking family will tell you, man, I used to fight in my sleep, talk in my sleep. My sleep was, I couldn't escape it. So mm -hmm. I, I became a fucking drunk. If I get now, drunk. Allegedly, James is not talking about whacking nobody. He's talking about hurting somebody. Yeah, that that's what, I mean, I made that clear. But, right. but any real motherfucker be honest with you and tell you that the shit haunts you. You know what I'm saying? It, it fucks with you. And you just, you see over and over images and shit. And when I saw that 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 part right there, I'm, I'm leaning back like, what the fuck? This shit is so fucking real. The shit that happens... In snowfall, I guarantee you, at least 70%, 60% of the niggas in California itself have been through that shit, have lived that life, have gotten killed living that life, just like that shit. That's some real shit, man. Whoever, he a bad motherfucker who wrote that. Yeah, that, that's the man, you know, rest in peace, man. He was a brilliant dude. You know, one thing, one day, man, I'm gonna actually get Rick to come on here and sit down with us. Or we need to have Chico come back on, dog. Right. 
I, I mean, but, those. I mean, those are guys that know. We never elevated to that. We never got to that. At the eighty-four, niggas ain't selling dope. Niggas is selling fifty packs. Niggas, niggas ain't never got past a fifty pack in the hood. You know what it seemed like LA was like, James. I'll be honest with you. It seemed like the cats like you and your folks was out there really just, you know, kind of just putting y'all muscle down, right? Just in the streets, thugging it out. Right. It seemed like really the drug dealers was kind of like the nerd niggas in the hood that kind of might have got a plug on something and they just masterminded it and kind of put everybody else on. No, they didn't have to be the winning niggas. Some of, some of, some of those cats all over in every neighborhood, you got the same niggas. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You got the real niggas. You got the scandalous niggas. You got the hitters. You got the the educated niggas. You just got the homies mm-hmm. that's associated with the hood because he hang out. But a lot of them motherfuckers was like the majority was like real niggas that took the game and 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 ran with it for real. A lot of cats wouldn't cut for that shit because. Every hundred dollars you make, you're going to buy weed and drink. You ain't really making money. Niggas wasn't taking money and saving it and putting it away, thinking I'm gonna be this motherfucker in five years. Niggas was staying on the block till two, four in the morning, trying to get some money. When that real nigga was leaving at soon as it got dark, eight, nine o'clock, nigga, I made mine, I'm gone. That's the ones that wouldn't greedy. And they made their money. And we're just gone. Now, now, when you was out there, James, when you was out there, what's the most money you made in a day out in the, on the corner? Maybe $400, $500. Then was about, the, you know, I had maybe like, I had a couple of times, man, to where standing out in the corner, I made $800, you know, $1,000 or whatever like that. But then was like really rare because it got to the point that where there was so many niggas out there. I'm talking about cats just in the same crew. You almost doing some, okay, you get the next one. Well, the only motherfuckers that hung on Stockton block was our crew. Was our crew that hung on that block. But our block was, niggas was selling and doing their 20s and 10s and shit. It got dark. Now it's time to drink. It's time to go. We was out. We were gangbanging. We wasn't on that. I'm nigga. I'm gonna stay here and make my money, nigga. I'm in the hood. No, we was on some different shit. That's what I'm saying. You got different type of niggas in the hood that sold dope. Mm-hmm. You got niggas in the hood that was selling dope that ain't never picked up a gun and, and went and shot nobody or did a drive by or had an altercation with, you know, anybody else. Mm-hmm. There was the niggas that you got to pass because you grew up in this motherfucker. You got a right to sell. And they did it all day. But the ones that was out there gang banging, you know, it was like you had two jobs. I'm a gang member and then I'm I'm a part-time half-ass selling rocks to keep money in my pocket. Mm -hmm. To keep a fresh hat, fresh Converse, fresh-ass khakis and a fresh white tee. Yeah, for real. And you know the thing is, anybody doing that shit in 2022, man, I feel bad for them. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed, cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said, my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ain't no money out there no more like that. No. That's gone. That's done. No. But it's enough for a cat in the hood to do what I just said, to get the fresh sneakers, to, to buy, you know, stay fresh. You ain't, mm-hmm. gonna go, you ain't making no mansion money out there. You know what I'm saying? And then we were so stupid. All that shit that, that, that we had, now none of us had a lawyer. <laughs> Niggas didn't put money away for that. Niggas didn't put away bail money, no you feel me? No. It, it, it was just, it was just, we didn't know. We didn't know. I, I don't think nobody knew James. I don't think nobody was thinking that far. Cause like I thought about it the other day and I really just thought, I said, man, thank God that God had mercy on, on us, man. Because you know, you do shit. I think about it. Me being a cat that come out here from Ohio playing football and I'm out there in the corner. I could have went to jail and been gone for 30 years though. Right. But you went to the system, just say five years. Mm-hmm. That'll turn your whole life around. That'll that that rearrange, that'll set you on a different course. Now you go do five years in the state penitentiary. You're a big dude, so a lot of motherfuckers probably wouldn't fuck with you, but you'd have had some issues mm-hmm. in there because you ain't from no clique. Or you might have had to click up with Long Beach. And I think that would have been the best thing for you because of the Long Beach cats you know. Mm-hmm. Like Fomby them. All you got to do is mention Fomby. Niggas know who Fomby is. Yeah, but- you know what's crazy? I'm going to tell you this to answer God truth. I was two weeks from going to probably going to prison with that nigga. If I wouldn't have kept having them thoughts in my head, just, I told you I walked away and left the whole zone right. on the side of a building. I walked away, dog, because my mama knew. I think she knew. And I just kept having these thoughts, man. I need to, you know, I kept getting the warnings and I followed them. Police came around that dog. I walked home and never looked back, dog. And finally went to jail two weeks later. He caught his first case. And I know for sure I would have been with him because I was running with him thick as thieves back then. That was, that's my dog. You know what I mean? That would have changed your whole life. So just think how many cats' lives changed by going to prison just because they was trying to make some money, just because they was trying to, you know, had a kid and mm-hmm. wanted to get on that block to make sure their baby was good. You know what I'm saying? Or some mm-hmm. niggas just doing it for, for self-preservation. I need this money. I need to, I need a car. I need whoop whoop. The price that a motherfucker pay is, is, is crazy. It's crazy. It, it definitely ain't worth it. And, and you know what's, what's funny though, dog? Fonby always was a good cat. Always was a cool dude. And that was his way of looking out for me, kind of. You know what I mean? Right. That was kind of his way of looking out for me, man. But I, I just tell you, man, we really got to start, man, developing other options for people, man. We really got to start looking at other options and not just look at Because our whole thing is black folks, dog, is if you ain't playing football, you're playing basketball. If you ain't playing basketball, you're rapping. If you ain't doing none of those, 
you trying to sell dope. You know what I'm saying? We got to start thinking of different stuff to do, dog. There's plenty of ways out here to have a good life for yourself. Well, it's a lot that do, but ain't nobody being taught that, that you got other options. These cats out here ain't learning that. And before you can get a hold on them, they already doing blow. They already drinking all day. They already getting high. They already setting their ways. Mm -hmm. Let's say at 17, 16, 17 years old. 16 years old, they tatted all the way up from their neck down to their belly. So it's it's gonna be hard to 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 get at a cat that looking at an older dude like nigga, you done had your time, it's my turn. Mm -hmm. For real. It's gonna For be real. hard. But like I say, everybody go through something in their life that's gonna make them say, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit, because half of these cats ain't lived like that yet. Half of these cats ain't been stabbed and, and tied up and cut, mm -hmm. shot. Half of these niggas ain't went through this shit. See, you you know what, too? And, and, and I look at Cleveland like in California. When I came up in Cleveland and the crack era started up, there was a little different. L.A. is grimy, don't get me wrong. But Cleveland is like really grimy. You got bras that carry the razor blades in their mouth. You got, and the thing is, you in Cleveland, you was more than likely to get stabbed up somewhere than get shot. See, for number one, we can't separate the states because black men, niggas is niggas, period. How yeah, well, that's, what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, you know, me thinking about the east side of Cleveland, it wasn't really no different than being on the east side of Long Beach. It was like the same stuff, kind of, just a different play. Only right. thing, you know, James, only thing you could do is subtract the Crips and the Bloods, but you got some other cats up there to kind of replace the Crips and the Bloods, so it's all the same stuff. When we do shit, let's look at it like this. Let's just put shit in order. How shit's supposed to be, and and let's go by, let's say the ranks of different motherfuckers, different individuals. Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't the same cat. Everybody ain't a motherfucking killer. If a motherfucker kills somebody or or got a knife, he he, I don't stab a motherfucker like you stab. I don't hold my knife like you hold your knife. Should I say? I don't hold my pistol sideways and and pop. I don't do that. So motherfuckers are different but the the uh what's a good word for it the reactions are the same no i don't give a fuck how you how you pop your pistol if you hit a motherfucker it's the same you get the same shit out of it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying some cats don't understand that man our, our whole universe is is nothing but a circle it's recycled it, everything repeats itself and that's mm -hmm. all we have here. But every time it repeats itself, it's just worser and worser and worser. Because we as black men ain't educated or educating our own, our cousins, our nephews. We ain't educating. We're not saying, you know what, man, what's funny about you saying that, man. I was just talking to this young cat the other day. And we was talking about like, um, <clears throat> you know, it's one of me and Glass's younger partners, right? Yeah, and you know he's doing his thing, man. He's a young cat, you know. He's still going out partying. You know they doing the stuff now. They doing the ecstasy and all that different stuff, right? Right. And I told him, I said, man, you better be careful because they even putting um, uh, they even putting that fentanyl and everything now, right? Right. I told him I said, you better be careful. 
And he was like, well, man, I don't do this. Um, I don't do no heroin or nothing. And I said, dog, you taking pills, though. Well, that ain't heroin. I said, dog, it's the same stuff as opiates. Just like I said, it just got a different effect. Mm -hmm. It hits you. All this shit is the <clears> same. <throat> it's fucking niggas up. You know it saying? is the same, man. And them kids, they getting on them pills, James. And I'm talking about, it's bad up in Cleveland now, dog. Like with them pills, it look, it's almost like it was 82 with when the 82 and 85 when the crack was really on it. Right. That's how it is now. But they on them pills, man. And the people is younger and younger. You got kids as young as 12, 10 years old, dog, hooked on that stuff. Right. And that's like out here. And you got all of these little kids. Man, I, I just gave a T-shirt and some socks to a little cat. He couldn't have been no more than 22 years old at the gas station. Fucked up. Talk Out there talking to himself. I gave about $12, $13. The ones I had in my pocket, I gave and, and I gave him the T-shirt and some socks. Man, they out here young, homeless. Yeah. They, they out is, here fucked up. They is, man. And I keep saying it, man, uh, and you know what I see happening now, dog? It ain't really no type of leadership because the cats our age and even older than us is acting like little kids now. Well, you blame that on social media. Social media is fucking people up. And see, niggas find that, that this is a different way to get a bag sitting at home or going to one spot and sit back and talk and yak, yak, yak. It's, and they let them do it. But this shit designed for us to do this shit to each other. I'ma let you get to the I'ma let you get to the dangerous crew over there that you got, dog. Right, man. I hope everything, well, I know everything gonna go good tomorrow. Uh you know, I'm gonna get on my knees and pray for your son. Uh, I appreciate it. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Tell him Next to take it. advantage of it. Don't misuse or abuse his situation because yeah, all of sure. us ain't fortunate like that that's so. what i'm doing i'm telling them every five minutes man i'm like man you got to do this you got to do that but right. I, i'll keep you posted i'll hit you up when i get out there all right 100 100 we gone y'all yep Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, 
iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.